We've been talking about food for the last 40 minutes, but we all know that's not all Thanksgiving is about. It's about family, friends, coming together despite our differences to show gratitude for the bounty on the table and one another. But not everyone will be feeling that sense of community tomorrow. At any moment, about one out of every two Americans feels lonely. Last spring, the Surgeon General issued an advisory calling loneliness a public health crisis. Tomorrow, some might feel isolated even when surrounded by family. Mina Patel conducts workshops on how we can better create community and a sense of belonging through her nonprofit, Republic of Kindness. She's also an expert in something else that can come in handy tomorrow, conflict management, which she teaches at National Lewis University. Welcome to Reset, Mina. Good morning, Natalie. Thank you for having me. How did you end up going down this professional path of addressing loneliness and finding ways to encourage community? Hmm. Well, I've been working in the uh, under the uh, under the umbrella of conflict management, mediation, and uh, community building for the last fifteen years. Um, and I and through that work, I've been able to come in contact with uh, diverse groups of people. People, you know, people that are uh, homeless, people coming out of, uh, out of prison. Uh, people that um, are immigrants and refugees, college students, and and, uh, and then, of course, senior citizens. And so what I found uh, that all groups had in common was this, this, this longing for community, uh, longing for belonging, something that Pete Buttigieg is calling a crisis in belonging. So with, my, with both my anecdotal experience and researching it, reading um, Dr. Vivek Murthy's book, on, uh, called, called togetherness, uh, called together on on the epidemic of loneliness, I came up with this um, idea that we need to bring people together. We need to find ways that people can create social circles because there are, you know, the, as as you said uh, in your in your uh, earlier, fifty eight percent of the population is lonely, feels lonely. And so how do we bring people together? How do we create social circles? And so I founded the Republic of Kindness, and I've been going into community spaces, libraries, uh, nonprofits, and even some business um, um, offices, and um, creating um, a dialogue around and awareness around around uh, loneliness. And how do we address it? How do we create more social connection? We know that the pandemic worsened these feelings of isolation and loneliness. And the pandemic has also resulted in some permanent changes, such as people working from home or maybe still compromised with health and not wanting to go out. How has the pandemic impacted your work? Yeah, so I actually did a, a workshop with a um, with, with, with in a, with a corporate um with, with a corporation where I went in and it was interesting because, you know, I've been doing in-person workshops, but this, in this uh, setting, I would say 70% of the people actually uh, called in. They have a huge auditorium and people actually were, um, uh, you know, attending the conference, uh, attending the workshop virtually. And we talked a lot about why, you know, people are not coming back to work. We talked about how um, you know, people, you know, are given this option of working two days in the office and three days at home, and people are choosing that, and that how what's what's caught, and that's causing a lot of, um, you know, lack of um, community in the office space. Um, so it's it's the pen, loneliness and the this whole um, you know epidemic has been um, happening 
well before the pandemic. It, the pandemic has just exacerbated it. And I think, you know, more, more and more companies are trying to get people to come back to the office. And they'd like to see people uh, in, in working, you know, collectively because it does, uh, fo- ha- having relationships in the office fosters better, um, in, um, you know, collaboration. Um, and, 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 you know, the work culture is, you know, affected by, by, by people, you know, half the people being there and half the people not working from home. Talk about the workshops that you give, whether it's in a corporate setting or at a library. What is it like to experience? So one of the things that I was able to do, um, um, besides doing conflict resolution, I'm also a writer. And I wrote a story that was made into a film um, by the Full, full Spectrum tra- team. It's a, pr- a Chicago-based full pr- uh, production team. And so I used the film. It's a film about two immigrant women who are socially isolated. So I start with the screening of the film. The film uh, then is a jumping off point for uh, a conversation about loneliness. So these two women who are isolated um, and are immigrants and don't speak each, other, each other's language come together uh, in the backyard and share, you know, cookies and tea and play with their grand- grandchildren and how, how like little small acts of kindness can, can you know, bridge um, the divide, how they can, how they can build community without language with with just small acts of kindness so we we use the film as a as a point uh, a launching point to start conversations about uh, about belonging and what it means to belong and and we're partic- I, I do this with immigrant groups and, uh, and 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 refugee groups and this is a really um this is a film that really resonates with them because this is something that they too experience but it also you know on, on the larger broader societal level people can um people can relate to it because they're um you know people feel lonely in their relationships people feel lonely uh in their workplace or in the neighborhoods um so uh it's it's a way to start the conversation and then we do a series of interactive exercises to get people that attend these uh workshops to get to know one another better so a lot of people are going out you know uh, you know to like meetup groups or um you know book clubs but not really getting to know um, members of, of of their of their group. So this workshop enables them to, um, at, at, let's say it's held at a bookshop, a, a book club rather, not a bookshop, book club, and they they may just come there just to talk about the book. But my my uh, thought was that how about getting to know the uh, members of your book club to to create a, a, a community around the book club so that when you're at home, you know, uh, feeling alone, you have someone to call, someone to talk to, to create a social circle around around this uh, group. So it's not just book clubs, but it's you know, it's people that are at nonprofit organizations and uh, people in the workplace. Um, really, any community setting. What have you found are some of the reasons that people feel this acute loneliness? Well, I think there's a lot of things, you know, we pandemic you, aside, like the, right, 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 because this has happened. This has been going on before the pandemic. I think that you know, it used to be that people went to church to find their 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 community. There was, you know, and I think there's less people going to church now. Um, there's, you know, social media that was supposed to bring us together, and that's not happening. I mean, yeah, you can be, you can have 500 friends on on Facebook, but really not anyone to call if you're sick or need 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 help. Um, so I think there's a lot of factors, you know, there's, there's, you know, families that have, there's dysfunctional families, people are living um, really far from their families because of jobs and modern life, you know, gives us this opportunity to, to, to 
to move, and and we do. So that's uh, there. So, so that's one of the reasons. The other the other factors are things. Um, you know, um, just just people becoming. Um, even as I said before the pandemic, people sort of you know this individuality that we we have in this country where where we're just sort of doing our own thing, and uh, we're not you know living in in settings where we can kind of you know uh, friend, become friends with our neighbors. We're all sort of individuals. We're living. We're watching a lot more TV, watching streaming movies, and we're not getting out and meeting other people. This is Reset. I'm Natalie Moore in for Sasha Ann Simons. We're discussing the epidemic of loneliness with Mina Patel, who conducts workshops on how we can better create community and a sense of belonging through her nonprofit, Republic of Kindness. You mentioned immigrants feeling loneliness. Have you done any research around teenagers and young adults? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as, I haven't done any research, but what I, I, I am, I do teach at the National Lewis University, so I teach college students. And this is, you know, this uh, loneliness is, doesn't just affect older people, it affects young people too. They, and and the, the university where I have taught, um, peop, it's not a, it's a commuter school. So people come uh, and they're not living in dormitories, but they come and so they're not always engaging with each other. There is opportunities, I think, the school, the university does provide opportunities, um, you know, to meet one another, but people are shy or awkward or feel like they can't um, they can't make friends. Um, so one of the things that I think that, that um, at National Loose we do uh, is is create um, we we have social emotional learning courses so that people can get to know each other better to to kind of forge relationships before even you know during your first um, semester of college. Um, so in young people, also at, so in elementary school as well. I mean, there's just a, you know there's bullying. There's people who feel like they don't belong because they they, they don't look like the other people. That, that are attending that that institution, so there's a lot of different factors. But I think you know the more we 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 communicate, the more we create opportunities to connect. Uh, and I think you know, in, in all fairness, a lot of lot of places are doing that. Universities and and um, elementary schools. What about being lonely? Even though you're surrounded by people, how does that work? And what do you recommend for people who find themselves in that situation? Um, you know, it's it's. It's important that we get very specific about what we want in a relationship. So, you know, if you are lonely around people who you don't have anything in common with, you need to really sit down and 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 and, and figure out like what is it that you want from a friendship or a relationship. You need to sort of, uh, you know, really focus and specialize. You know, I'm sorry. You know, if you're a vegetarian, do you want to meet more vegetarians? If you're, um, you know, you like sport sporting events, you want somebody that you can go to, to watch a basketball game. You know, be very specific. Because, you know, you can join a meetup and go to the event and then you still feel lonely. So you want to, to really target the types of things that you like to do and target the events that will probably bring about, uh, uh, bring people that, you know, that, that you would have more in common with. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, people may be with friends and families. But they might be around people who have different beliefs from them. Mm-hmm. You've done work as a mediator, doing conflict management. What are some of your tips for people who might be struggling at the dinner table? Um, so you mean by struggling because of something said or struggling because they're lonely? Well, both. Well, I mean, let, let's talk about conflict okay. for, for now. If people who have different beliefs, how do you recommend mm-hmm. they work through that? Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, one of the things that we do in in, uh, in, in my workshops as well as when I teach is, you know, I, I talk about, uh, to people about have, being very, you know, clear about your intentions. Um, you know, it, it, being able to maybe perhaps write down your intentions and what you want to tell others. Uh, one of the things that, that inevitably happens at, at a Thanksgiving uh, table is that you are going to have a difference of opinion with your Uncle Joe or Uncle Bob. And I would say to ask questions, you know, ask questions rather than say, you know, you know, to attack them personally about a statement they made, you know, to talk to, to find other ways to connect uh, with that person. If they said something that was, you know, offensive, say, well, you know, you know, talk, talk to them, ask them questions about, you know, their background and see why how they came to that belief and, 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 and see if there's a way to connect without attacking them. Tell me what Republic of Kindness means. What mm-hmm. are the values around that and how does it um, come out in your practice? So, you know, it came up with this, as I said earlier, was because I would come across people who, um, in, all, in all settings, public, private, nonprofit, where we, you know, we are well-intentioned and we want to, um, you know, connect and we want to belong. And the way to do that is to cultivate curiosity, to cultivate empathy and kindness. So that is it's sort of that's the first step of, of, of finding, uh, you know, of, 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 of connecting, of, of, of finding a place to belong by, by cultivating these things in our everyday life. That means, you know, you know, open the door for people, uh, you know, uh, hold the elevator, let people in when they're in, in, in traffic. You know, small gestures of kindness really can bring about, you know, bring about a change. We're not looking at really long, large uh, societal problems. We're looking at small, uh, inc- you know, incremental changes to our everyday lives that can help bring about, uh, you know, more connection, more community. Um, you know, I mean, there's lots of things going on right now in the big picture. I mean, we have, you know, two wars going on. And while we may, we may feel helpless about that, we want to create a world where we are living uh, living the type of world we want to see. So we want to be, um, you know, show that kindness, show, as I said, open, the, keep the elevator door open. Um. That's Mina Patel, who teaches conflict management at National Lewis University and conducts workshops on how we can better create community and a sense of belonging through the Republic of Kindness, her nonprofit. Thanks for coming in, Mina. Thank you.